Blog Talk Radio. In order to be free, you have to know the truth. Pastor Lionel Gant seeks to use the truth of God's word to help stop the tide of violence and mass incarceration used to enslave people all across this nation. Now, the word of truth by Pastor Lionel Gant. I am looking for freedom, looking for freedom, and Glory to God, glory to God. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. And this is Pastor Lionel Gant coming to you live. And I'm coming to you live once again from Atlanta, Georgia. And today is a is a is a beautiful day. Today is a glorious day. And we want to thank God for this beautiful day. And uh as usual we start off our broadcast with prayer, seeking the face of God. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask my guest to uh to lead us off and introduce herself and then to lead us off in prayer. Can you hear me? Yes, I can't hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, very well, very well. Okay, glory be to God. I just want to thank you again for um, offering me to come on today to um, be a guest on your show on today. And I just thank God that we can come together um, in unity and begin to stand for God's people and to do what God has called us to do. So I just thank Amen. God for that once again. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we... We just thank you right now. Can you hear me? Yes, but introduce yourself first before you start you praying. Go ahead. Oh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you right now. Father, we just honor you. We glorify your name. We just give you the glory for this day, Father. And we just ask, Father, that whatever that you declare to be on this broadcast on today, Father, that it will be done and that it will be done decent and in order. And we just ask that your Holy Spirit will just be a part and be within us and speak through us and that your people will be helped through what we're trying to do today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Okay, can you hear me? I can hear you. I have a little um I have a little static, but I can hear you. Okay, glory to God. Well I want you to introduce yourself. Um and tell us a little bit about yourself and about your ministry, please. Amen. I am Pastor Letitia Heath with the God Empowers Me Ministries in Union City, Georgia. Also, I'm launching the Intimate Church in uh, the Intimate Church of Atlanta. I am a um, I'm a pastor. I'm a mother, of course. Um, I'm a leader, you know, and I just have a heart for God's people. So. Um, I just thank God that he has allowed me to be um, a vessel and a resource and a tool to minister to his words, minister his words, to encourage his people, and to lead them into all truth. And I know that your show is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. And that's what his word is about, the truth. And we got to get this word inside of us and get it out in this world because the truth shall prevail. So that's uh, what I do, I have a T-shirt that says, I'm making Jesus viral. So that's what I want to do. We can make Lord everybody God. else viral. We can make Hallelujah Buzz Bunny viral. We can make Hollywood viral. We can make all Amen. these other people viral. But when it comes to Jesus, we want to keep it a secret. But Jesus always <laughs> told the people, he said, you know, after he healed some of the people, he said, go show yourself. You know, so right. he, 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 right. wasn't, 
Amen. He want, we want to make him viral because he said, if I be lifted up from the earth, I'll draw all men. If he be lifted up, so we're going to lift him up with the truth. Come on, we're going to lift him up by sharing his truth, which is the word of God. So, again, I'm Pastor Letitia Heath with the God Empowers Me Ministries in Union City, Georgia. I'm just sharing a, a, a whole lot of platforms across this nation, across this world. I am that vessel to take the word, the word throughout Samaria, throughout Judea, and throughout all the earth. That's me, Pastor Letitia Heath. Okay, 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 Pastor Letitia. Now, look, look are, are you are you working with a particular target group? Or are you working with 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 all men, women, children across the board? I just work across the board. I work with a lot of people. Um, I know that I see on your page with uh, Brother Kawado Moore. Um, um, Kawado, uh, yeah. Yeah, I work with Brother Kawado. Also, um, Brother James. You know, all those people that are connected in the kingdom that are doing good work, that are doing, reach, mm. you know, outreach ministry. I saw a flyer that you had, and I was like, man, I know just about all those people. So, yeah, I am um, across the board, not just women. You know, um, I do have a women's ministry, which is God Empowers Me Ministry, which is Jim. But God has called me, hallelujah, to minister to the masses, and that's what I do. Um, if you follow me on social media, I know that you do, Brother Gat. You know I'm going to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Okay, and Jim, and Jim that's what that means. Yes, it, it says that God empowers me ministry, and the acronym is GEMS. So um, um, in, in August, I'll be launching the Intimate Church of Atlanta. And what the Intimate Church of Atlanta is, it's, like, it's not like the four walls of the church. We're going to be going all the way back, Pastor. Uh, okay. um, we're going all the way back to the early church. You remember the early church, how they went from that's house it. to house? That's so right. We're going to right. fellowship from house to house, uh, place to place, you know, wherever God has called me. Even if we got to go to the Red Locks, I'm just saying, whatever, however, we got to get the word out. But the intimate church is where we're going to uh, be intimate with people because, you know, a lot of people don't want to share their private, you know, moments in church. So we're going to be that intimate uh, session that you can share the innermost hurting parts of you that we can be healed, you know, through the power of Jesus yeah, Christ. But that's how that's how that's how my ministry was started back in nineteen back in nineteen eighty six. You know, oh. we went from door to door to house to house, and I mean, right there in my living room. Glory to God, Hallelujah. Ooh. Glory, I feel the anointing yes. on that. Yes, uh, and you know, you know it's more effective. Mm, well, well, I, I mean, it, you know, we saw so many miracles. We saw so many signs and wonders. Let me tell you something. One day, okay, and 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 I got my other call on the line. I got to bring her in so she can introduce herself. But now, one day, we were in my living room over in Southside Atlanta, uh, and, and we were having we was having our regular prayer meeting, and, and you know, we was all in a circle in the middle of the living room floor and the and the mothers were praying and um uh, and I had a young minister with me from Nigeria, uh Professor Managu. He was praising and worshiping God and uh and so and so all of a sudden there was a knock on the door. And and usually usually I don't pay no attention because if somebody come and knock on the door, I just let them knock and we just continue to praise God. But but this time, you know, the Holy Spirit prompted me to go to the door. So 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 I made eye contact with 
with my mother, I made eye contact with my wife, and I, I was just like, okay, let me go to the door. And I went to the door, and I opened the door, glory to God. And when I opened the door, there was a little old lady. I mean, she her face was all haggardly. She looked at all bad. Her clothes were all torn, and, uh, and, and, and she was demon-possessed. She mm. was demon-possessed. And I was like, I was like, I was like, what are you doing, you know, at my door? And immediately I signaled to my mother to get the children and get them out of there, to take them to the back room. We brought that lady in the house, and we prayed for her right there, right then, and boom, the Lord cast those demons out of that woman, and then we saw her face come back, you know, to its, to its original look, and she was beautiful. I mean, once once those spirits that came out of her, she was a beautiful person. She sat down and she ate, and and and, and I mean, and we was glorifying God. I mean, so now if you're talking about going back in that total outreach ministry, you're gonna see some signs and wonders because that's where where that's where you're gonna come face to face with God, and you're gonna come face to face with the enemy also. All right, all right. I got to I got to I got to get Miss Lola in here. Miss Lola, come on in here and identify yourself and uh tell us a little bit about you and who you are and what's going on. Hello? Lena, this is Lena. Lena, Lena, I'm sorry. What? You you have so you have so many organizations, you get a confused huh? <laughs> okay, I I I got you. Yeah. I got it wrote down here wrong. It's okay. It's okay. But it's good. It's good. It's good to be here. Um, I'm Lena Holt. I'm uh, overseer of God Ordained Works Ministries. We's a we are five hundred one c three nonprofit organization, and uh, we do many community works. I'm a foster and adoptive parent, and uh, on the first end, we developed the ICAP program, which helps foster parents who are willing to take in sibling groups. That's our first uh, our first outreach. And now our second project is we're um, looking to open a uh, home for women and children and then expand over a period of time to service other groups. But uh, it's in my heart to open uh, women and children's homes simply because back in 1996, I needed a home myself to gather my thoughts and to keep my then young boys with me and Cascade House was made available for me. And that was 23 years ago. So, you know, I, I feel that the time is right for me to move in that area and give back Lord in that God. area. Yes. Amen. You know what? You know, you know, you're talking to, you're talking to, you're talking to Pastor Gant right here. You know, y'all know that I was the first one in the nation to open the first transitional housing facility for homeless women with children. Bless see, back in back in the nineteen eighties, I yes. mean during the, when the crack cocaine hit and all yes. that, that's when we saw a whole lot of women, you know, yes. losing places and, and becoming homeless, right? Yeah. Well yes. at that time in the eighties we had a shelter for the men, okay, mm-hmm. and then we had a shelter for the women. Uh-huh. And then we had a separate shelter for the children because we wasn't we wasn't ready for this epidemic. We wasn't gotcha. ready for crack cocaine. Yeah, you know, we had never seen nothing like that before, and and so and so the women had to rush over to the children's shelter, get their children inside the children's shelter, and then they had to rush over 
to get back inside, get in line to get inside of the women's shelter. Then they had to get up early in the morning and rush over to the, the children's shelter to mm-hmm. get the children dressed and then get them to school in whatever school district they were last in. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so what we did, we found nice houses, you know, houses with, with, with enough room in them uh, to put the women and the children in, and we developed what we call the extended family concept, meaning mm-hmm. that everybody comes in there and they put 30% of their uh, food stamps or they uh, what they call that, uh, SNAP or uh, what do they call that there, their, their monies or whatever goes mm-hmm. towards the house. And uh, and we set up we we set up the extended family concept where everybody lives together, everybody works together, and uh, and and we developed we developed the first program for homeless women with children in the nation. And that well, that was back is great. In, back in the 1980s. That so, that's great. Well, it'll be sort of the same concept, but the only thing with this is. Uh, everything will be in house. They won't have to contribute absolutely nothing because, like I said, uh, we're five hundred one c three, and our goal is to um, to make sure that when they come in, they're coming in with the mindset of of, of changing everything. Of course, is Bible based because it was only Jesus Christ that that took the desire away for me and led me to Cascade House where I was able, mm-hmm. like I said, to get back heavy in the word, to be able to still take care of my children and um Amen. things like that. And thank God that, you know, they remained with me throughout that ordeal. But they would have to the women would have to come in, like I said, with a mindset of ready to be changed. Uh of course Bible based, we will also offer uh counseling there. We will also also answer I mean also offer parenting classes, and just a, a lot of things with the environment of, you know, of, of, of making the environment conducive to the decision that they have decided to make. I don't know what's going on in the community where we're not talking about addiction as we talked about it, you know, back in the day, but people are still out here. They're still not only addicted to uh, cocaine, alcohol, but we're talking about Meth, we're talking about pills, you know, these things have the same effect, you know, and I know for myself, because like I said, I'm a foster parent, and I am an adoptive parent, and this is presently what I do in my home. I can have only six in my home, but with the opening of the women and children home, I could have more, and that's our goal, and I'm coming in with the experience, not something that I've heard, but that I know that if you open an avenue up for women and their children to come in and receive in-house services, then they're more apt to to change. They're more apt to continue on that path because, first of all, like I said, I'm an example myself, and that's been over 23 years ago. And I know the power of God, and I know what can work, and I know good works work in the community. Amen. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just cannot say this, um, Pastor Gant. Um, this is Pastor Leticia. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to say um, because I have, and you know what you're saying. Oh my God, it's so awesome because you know God had gave me um, a, a vision, an opening, a transitional home as mm-hmm. well. 
And so it's so good that we're all on the line, but I haven't gotten to that point yet. But I want to make a point because I have a 23-year-old daughter. So I see that I have yes. four young adults from 28 to 23. And so mm-hmm. I see that generation there of mothers. Oh, my yes. God. Yes. That generation of mothers are not like my generation. Yes. generation. That generation really don't know. They they don't have the concept of being That's a mother. Right. They don't That's have right. the concept of raising That's their right. kids. And just like you said, you said something that was so prevalent. They are not on crack cocaine. They're not yes. on um that stuff that we you know we mm-hmm. was marijuana and all. That. Mm-hmm. I mean they on marijuana, but they on a different whole level. They popping pills. Yes. They doing stuff. Hallelujah, that we wouldn't even do. So I think by me seeing my daughter firsthand, and I sent her a text this morning because I'm trying to encourage her because I see what's in her. But that generation right there, and I see her friends, you know, I see their Mm -hmm. life. All them living the same way. They out here, they're having they're popping pills. You said the truth and the whole truth and nothing but the truth. That's right. They're popping pills. It's a whole different scenario from when we was, you know, when we had our first child, we kind of came in, came around and said, well, something about us got to change. Yes, but with yes. them, they have their kids, and it's like, you know, nothing about me supposed to change. I still supposed to party. I still supposed to do all this. So, you know, I'm just listening to you. And I really, mm-hmm. you know, by me having a daughter that's 23 and has two kids, yes. and, you know, I'm stepping in trying to, you know, be the mama, the grandmama, and, and oh, support. Yeah. You know, but you we know, need I to think get a transition to home yeah. for them. Uh, but, but you <laughs> know what I, I think believe, it is. You know, I, with me, mm-hmm. I've catered to my daughter. You know, I catered to her. So a lot of times, you know, sometimes we we kind of create these little monsters, and then we got to deal with it. You know, so I, I applaud you for what you're doing, and you have really encouraged me because, like I said, I encouraged my daughter this morning. But I see a lot of her friends, and I was telling Pastor Gant that one of her friends. Um, was on the news. She died in human trafficking. So I, I got to do something. We got to provide places to where, now, like you said, that, you know, they're in this, they're, they're going to clubs, they're going to, they're dressing all kind of ways. But the thing about it is they have nothing to look to, to that's different. You know, they're yeah, surrounding yeah. themselves in an environment. The same old, same old. Yes. So we, what we need to do is we need to come together and we need to offer better avenues. And it's the same well, with my minute, nieces. Wait a minute, that, lady. Hold on. Wait a minute. They they have they have examples everywhere. They got they got y'all. They got they got they got they got you know they got examples like Michelle Obama. They got examples like we're talking like, about. I mean, my, daughter, my daughter has me as an example. She sees yeah. me every day. I see. I live a holy life. I've, I've been working for almost twenty years. You know, um, I, I live a celebrate life. I'm not out here dating all uh-huh. kinds of men. So uh-huh. I, to me, I don't understand. We need to. Uh, I think that it can yeah. take you. It can take you. Because you know how the Bible said a prophet, Jesus said a prophet is not honored in his own hometown. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yep. she may not receive it from me, but if you come to my house and say, exactly. let me sit down and yes. talk to you, yes. it may change her whole life. And then, her whole and then we're talking about something. And then we're talking about being a reachable example. We'd be a right. for Michelle Obama, but we're talking about people that have gone through things like me. I've gone through drug addiction over 23 years ago. So I know mm-hmm. what it's like. You know, I can relate to people wow. when, when the home is open. Yeah, when the home is open, these are people that they see in their own community that wants what's in the community. 
and God pulled them out of the community to do better works to help those who go back in the community and reach those. We got to open up homes to where women with, that just had babies don't have to throw the babies in the woods but can knock on our door and say, can I come in? I want to give right, her up, but right, I don't know what wow. to do. So can I come in? We need more facilities like this. We don't we don't need things that, that we can't reach and that we can't touch. We need people that have gone through, now can go back out in the community. And that that is what we lack. That's why we also lack people giving testimony. So many people are planning this event. So many people are planning that, planning this. But ain't nobody stepping up saying, well, you know what? I want for this, too. That draws other people. That draws them out of the community. It's so important that we have to be reachable. We yes. have to be reachable. We have to be reachable because we have a lot of girls. I think me and Pastor Gant was talking about once before uh, last week. We were talking about how back in the 70s, I was born in 71, how, you know, a lot of us was molested in the 70s. And we, we you know, you better not say what happened in my house, stay in my house, and mm-hmm. you better not tell nobody. So that was that little secret in the 70s. But what happened in the 80s and what happened in the 90s? You see what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. we all have in our generation where we're dealing with something. But this stuff needs to be revealed. So here are these babies, these women like us that has been born in the 70s. And we've been molested. Here we are now almost 50 years old and haven't even dealt. We haven't dealt with the molestation. We haven't dealt with the hurt. We haven't dealt. We haven't dealt with not being able to tell our mama that. Uncle so how can we tell the young people out there now? Right. So how can we tell them something? But so we gotta we start are, somewhere. Yeah. So here we are, broken, trying to raise some children, and our brokenness. You see what I'm saying? So we're hurting. We're trying to raise them, and our hurt, and then the product of our hurt is rubbing out on on them. But the thing about that is, some people have dealt with it. Some people have gone into facilities. Some people have gotten counseling. You know, those are the ones that we need, you know, to help out in these facilities, you know, that's offering help to the ones that's still out there that don't know no better way. We are too busy trying to do other stuff, you know, hold our testimony in. You know, we've dealt with the hurt and the pain, but we're not reaching back out to help those. All we do is sit around and talk about so we need to reach out, and we need to help them, and we need to let them know that this facility is available for you and your uh, child, for you and your children to come in and get parenting skills Amen. and, you know, and be taught a better way. You're more than that. You can be more. That's what my father said. You can be more. You can do better. Greatness lies within you, and you don't have to settle. Sometimes we feel like as women we have to settle for less. We have to settle for the guy that's beating on us because we think we don't know because we don't know no Amen. better way. We don't think that nobody else is out there that won't beat on us because we're not being told it. We're going to tell our mama, look, this this man beating on us, this man beating on us. So, you know, the mama going to, sometimes the mama be like, well, you know what, don't deal with it. At least you're taking care of you. What? Yeah, I don't don't do that. And I'm I'm trying to um, be a a mentor in my own home. Indirectly, because guess what? Sis, it starts in the home. And God has told me that it starts in the home. I remember when I was going, I don't know, we probably just talking to it. Pounds get like they I remember when my daughter was going through a whole lot of stuff. And we yeah. would go back and forth from courts to courts and courts. And the first question that they would always ask me, what's going on in the home? And That's I used to kind of get offended. I used to get offended by yes. it. I'm like, ain't nothing going on in the home. All this, yeah. But yeah. it all starts in the home. So now what I'm trying to do is I'm ministering in the home but from afar because I know I can't talk to her directly. 
So indirectly, I get to a place, you know, they're going to read a text. So I get to the place where I'm going to text her. No, you got yeah. to get to these children by any yeah. means necessary, and you got to uplift them, and you got to yeah. encourage them so they won't be the women that, yeah. we, that, that we were, that how we went into our peace. So if we get them now and snatch them back and show them how to be a woman, show them how to be a mother, show them how to be a provider, get out here mm-hmm. and get your job or get married or whatever, if we give them the keys. Like you were saying, the keys, to, yes, the keys to 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 be a woman and to maneuver through this world. Because as a woman, it's hard. I grew up single with four babies, but look at God now. They was all self self. They twenty eight, twenty six, twenty four, and finna be twenty three. So what does that tell you? But it's also in the foster care system, also to where you know I, I foster smaller children, and you know not only do you have a lot that's working against you in the world coming up in the foster system, you know that's just another area that you have to deal with but with me being that person in their lives being as small as they are coming into my home they're being raised my foster babies no more scripture probably than the average adult but that's raising them up yeah because that's how I raise them it's raising them up in that atmosphere Lena you know you know one of my boys from the from the group home for boys that we started over off of uh off of uh what what they call that? Uh, Cleveland Avenue. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. You know he was talking to me last night on the phone for about for about you know thirty forty minutes. Uh huh. Okay, and, and he was telling me he, he was he was like he was like uh, he was like Reb Gant. He was calling me Reb, calling me Reb all the time. And he was like, you know, you know, you you impacted my life. Yeah. You know when I was young. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, he he was coming back and he was telling me about how you know how we used to come and get them and 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 take them out running and do all these kind of mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. It impacted his life for the rest of his life. Now he's a he's one of the, he's one of the, he's a chef. He has a trade. Wow. You know, he, went to, he went to prison and all that stuff, you know. But but he turned his life around. Yes. And he was having, you know, he was having a few marital problems, and he called me, he like man to man talk, and uh, and you know, if we can just impact, yes, one life, yes, 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 it would affect so many lives. Now I wanted, to, I wanted to bring something in here. Now, 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 uh, my sister, we are, we are trying to reach this generation. Yeah, and what we. Now we're doing what was, what was done in the '60s. We're going to use this music in the entertainment yeah, world to reach mm-hmm. the masses. Okay, right. y'all remember and back in the day? Like we need well, to get somebody the at their age. Okay, yeah, and that's what and that's what we did. Okay, let me explain. Okay, back in the day, we had people like Curtis Mayfield, you know, making a song like "What's Going On." We had we had Jane Brown making songs. We had we had we, you know we had we had all these entertainers started making songs that were talking about the struggle, okay. And that was during the time when Dr. Kingdom was marching, Malcolm X them was going, and all that. And and that music was able to turn them around. Now they've seen the power in that music, and and these record companies are producing music that's talking about, you know, I'm gonna kill somebody, I'm gonna Riding on doves, I got money, I got the women, I got the, you know. And when you make the music, when you make the music and they get encouraged through the music, they still got to have somewhere to go. 
Yeah, we can, well, you know, they, they, they got to have a conversation when they make the decision. The videos, they looking at, you know, they're, they're, you know, Satan is using music and TV yeah. and, you know, he's, he's using these people, you know, to infiltrate their mind. You know, they're not, they're not, a, a min, uh, not ministry, they're not rapping for growth. You know what I'm saying? They get rich off you while you sitting in the ghetto. You see what I'm saying? But what's the solution? What's the solution to all the cars? That's been going on. That's going to continue to go on. But if you don't bring the people out of the environment and offer them something better, I mean, they don't, rap people are not going to stop doing rap songs just because we feel like, well, you know, they're going to listen to the music. They're going you know, to go kill somebody because they're going to say any music. We got to offer solutions. We got to start talking about what they're doing and offer something to combat it. So what are we going to do to combat that? We're gonna right. we're breaking the chain. We're breaking the chain. Mm-hmm. What, mm-hmm. what I did, what I did at the uh, the SCLC Stop the Violence Love Fest we had at the Tupac uh-huh. Center, and we're getting down. We're, yeah, we're getting down to our last minute. Okay. You know, I told them they could come out there, they could rap, they could sing, they could dance, they could do whatever they wanted to do, but they had to make it about Stop the Violence. But when they put the pen to paper, what they did is shocked the whole world. And it was live on the news. Everybody's seen it around, across the nation. And we can we can bring about positive change. But we're down to our last 90 seconds. So I'm going to give you ladies a chance to talk about your ministries uh, right quick and tell how people can get in contact with you. Uh, starting with you, Ms. Lena. Okay. Um, well, the whole thing is it's GodOrdainWorks.org, www.GodOrdainWorks.org. You can go. You can go there and see everything that we're doing as far as on the fostering and adoptive side, and we're also, like I said, getting ready to open up our women and 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 children home to offer them a better outlet. And that's the that's the basis of the ministry to just be able to go out in the community and make a difference. Okay, Latisha, come on, please. Amen. We just want to say um, you can follow me on Facebook at Latisha Heath. We also have a page um, that's called The World in Need, where we do our mission. Um, tissue, call it tissue of love that we take down to Gateway um, <laughs> once a month. So, you know, anything that you can, uh, the Cinderella prom, we do a whole lot. So we just ask that you just support us and whatever we're doing and we'll yes. support you. Yes. Right. All right. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. We're going to be signing off. And I'm going to have to bring you ladies back again. To oh, yes. come back all right, we're going to have to finish this. All right, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast, and we're signing off. Peace and All blessings. right, peace and blessings. All right, be blessed. Be blessed. Bye-bye.